Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the mood that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. You reckon those are electronic drums? Um, I think it's just drums with some programming in them. Oh, because you know how uh, a kit normally has like a little bit warmer... Yeah, well, you know, you but can. Of course, do, they can record that like that. You can uh, do anything with drums nowadays. My guitar sounded really good there, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah, it would have been nice if it was my guitar, but it wasn't. <laughs> <We> <laughs> that was the, not me or Abe. We missed the rim shot on that. Yeah, okay. it's okay. But you I know what? Tim's many, getting better at it. I got too many other things going on. He didn't on even right try now. it yesterday. <laughs> oh, I noticed that. Well, we didn't give him any zingers. So, no, uh, we really didn't. Just be on your toes. <laughs> yeah, you got to be ready. I know. I'm too busy flipping he's, cameras. He's got, a, he's got a mouse now. He's flipping cameras. Got a mouse, got a soundtrack. He's going to need an assistant soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of assistants, what is going on with Nick Cena? Man, I tell you, our brother Nick, he's uh, having his surgery today. Today is January 2nd. I believe he's having surgery today. Uh, so we pray for you, Nick, that everything goes well. Yes, we will pray that the stone will be rolled the stone, away. Yes. And, and, the and podcast is not the same without you, Nick. And blown up first yes. and then rolled away because <laughs> they try to roll away that big thing out of there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, yeah, that's what Nick's going through. And then he's going to get his shoulder all fixed up. And we go back to school in a week. So, I mean, you know, what the heck? I know. But right now, we are still off. We are still in this book of Exodus. Uh, we're having a pretty good time in the story. We have a new Pharaoh who sounds like he has the flu, which is probably what <laughs> most of you out there have right now. I know everybody uh, that I know is sick. David's yeah. sick. Hannah's sick. Yes. It's a lot Jennifer's of sick. Tis the season, I guess, for influenza. I guess it's that. You have to step on your mic too, Tim. Yes. Because you're way in the background when you talk. All right. Uh, I think we're in Exodus chapter 11. Let's hear more of this new Pharaoh, this new... Uh, uh, thank you for coming into the studio and reading for us. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Therefore, Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pythom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. Yeah, so uh, quite a different Pharaoh than the Pharaoh that served with Joseph. Absolutely. And here's the thing that is bizarre to me. He says, let's deal wisely with them lest they join our enemies to make war against us. So you would think that you would want to make these people your allies, but his idea of, you know, settling them was, you know what? We'll just make them our slaves. I know. And so uh, based on our podcast, the movie that's in my head, they, they're treating the children of Israel totally different. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And just think about like this relationship that they've had for how many years and everything is great. Over 300 years. And now. I mean, uh, yeah, pretty close to 300 years. And now this guy comes along and just changes the game. Yeah. He literally changes the game. Yeah. Changes it. Right. And Very um, bizarre. I just, uh, as you read those through those verses, you keep hearing those metaphors, those those uh, uh, adjectives of the oppression that they give the children of Israel. And by the way, uh, you, you folks out there as you're reading along with us, Exodus moves along way faster than Genesis did. Yes, it does. Genesis sort of gives you like a whole story. When Moses wrote this here, I don't know if it's because it's his beginning or what, but man, 
a lot is going on in this story, and he just gives you bits and pieces of it, and he moves right along. Especially if you read chapter two when Moses is born, he's born one minute and he's a young man, like you know, in the next verse, and then he's headed to Midianite. He's headed to Midian. It's crazy how fast this story moves along. Yes, and another uh, key um, verse in this story is something that you can apply to your Christian life if you are a true believer. Which one's that? It is? says. The more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Yeah. And they were grieved. Yeah. Because the more you go through trials in your life, the closer to God you get and the more that you understand what you're going through and you know that you're going to come out at the end of it and be prosperous. Amen. Good point. Because you know what? Paul and James both writes that in the New Testament. Uh, Paul talks about, you know, we're going to go through these things uh, to, to test our faith. Amen. And then James says in James chapter one, consider it all joy. Amen. You know, jump up and down and be happy when you go through trials, because all this is doing is showing you that you truly are a child of God. Yes. And you see the misconception is there are people um, that preach in the pulpit every Sunday and on the radio and on the internet saying that your life is supposed to be gravy every day. Yeah. Especially if the, you're a child of God. And that is the opposite. Yeah. God should be blessing you. You should yes. have the perfect spouse, the perfect job. Mm. Yes. You've got the perfect job, Abe. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm. Abe was telling me uh, at Waffle House uh, this last week, uh, Tim, he was telling me that uh, uh, when he comes in the room, like when they have their meetings, so, uh, he said the employee told him that when he comes in the meeting, the, what'd you say? The mood changes or the, what was it? She said that when I come in a room, it's, it's like the mood just totally changes. Yeah. And I, whatever mood is in there, I change it. Yeah. I disrupt it when I come in. Man, and that's really the that, way. You're talking about disrupt it in a, in a, what do you mean? She just says it's just something about when you come in a room, things change. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. As Christians, if we have the Holy Spirit in us, and when we walk into a room, we're supposed to change the atmosphere of a room. How many of us can give that testimony, though? Because that convicted me, too. Because it's like, you know, that is the way we should be. But, uh, yeah, so good for you, Abe. And I didn't say that just to toot your horn. But oh, well, to God be the glory. Amen. <laughs> and I know that's the way you feel. Well, <clears throat> and all glory goes to God. But, I mean, I had two incredible um, leaders that put me back on the right path. And I'm grateful for that wow. for both of you. Thank you very much. All right, let's continue on. I think we're at verse 15. I believe so. Go ahead. The king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra, and the name of the other, Pua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. <laughs> but the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men-children alive. <laughs> That's a... Killed him! <laughs> That's amazing. He's got his Dick Dastardly voice going. He's got his That's amazing. Dick Dastardly, you know from... Uh, he doesn't know uh, that. Uh, That's right, you're too uh, young for that, I'm sorry. before his oh, time. I, I, I was like, what'd you just say? <laughs> <laughs> he's like some evil villain. He's an evil villain from the 60s. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't believe, you know, as many movies as you watch and you've never heard that name. That's weird. So Pharaoh uh, comes to these midwives. And uh, let's back up before we even do that. Like, no, they were Hebrew as well. You know, some people think they were Egyptian, but they're not. They're Hebrew yes. midwives. 
Back up and do what? No, just let's back up a little bit. Okay, go First ahead. of all, how is that going to solve your problem to <laughs> kill these kids? Well, he's got to stop them from multiplying somehow. So if he kills the males, you know, that's that's the whole so idea. So no one in a bunch no, of women. No one we don't in, want to kill the women. No one in Pharaoh's group said, sir, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no one said that. They just saw, okay, this is the decree from and, now on. And, and you know what? I don't want to sound misogynist here, but listen to this. It'd be better to kill the women. They're the ones that are having the babies. This is what I'm saying. I mean, one guy can hook up with five women, and they just have five times as many kids, right? Yeah, like, where Let's are the, kill the boys. <laughs> where are the counselors when he's coming up with these ideas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, there it is. That's where you need to be there. But that's okay. Well, we missed that one. But, yeah, that's right. So you would, you would think you would kill the girls. I, I've never understood that. I understood why Herod killed the boys. Uh, in Jesus' day, I understood that, but because uh, he's trying to kill the Messiah. But Pharaoh, for Pharaoh to say, hey, I want to uh, control the population, so I'm going to start killing all the boys. I think you picked the wrong <laughs> sex there. But what do you think? Your wish is my command, sir. <laughs> I mean, the boys liked it. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they did. Ten girls in my classroom. <laughs> I'm by myself. See you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs>